Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Melissa Fike is a writer and advanced intuitive who leads metaphysical workshops and spiritual retreats, providing people with a path to their authentic self. Melissa guides her students to experience their multidimensional self through high-frequency activations and deep metaphysical classes. She lives her life being guided and supports those experiencing their individual great awakening. Hi, Melissa. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast. Thank you so much, Leanne, for having me here. I really appreciate your time. You're so welcome, and I'm looking forward to our topic of a radical approach to the Akashic Records today. But first, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you are? Sure. Um, So I've always been interested in spirituality and evolving as a human being. And I think that's what we're all here to do is just become the best version of ourselves and regardless of what our past is. So for me, I've always been looking at what do I need to do to change the external things that I'm not happy about. And um, that really brought me into psychology and then spirituality. So I've been studying um, psychology since I was a teenager and spirituality since my early 20s. Wow, that's a long time, isn't it, to to get into it? Because sometimes I talk to people and I get that later. I think, oh, there's really something missing. So they start learning about things now. But did you feel that calling way back then? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm interested in people. I think people fascinate me. So my interest is what are, how does that work? How does, how do people work? Why am I so emotional about certain things? And back then, I wish I knew all this empathic stuff because that was really why I was so emotionally connected is because I'm an empath, but nobody ever talked about this when I was growing up. Um, So I was trying to figure out how I ticked and how everybody else ticked. And it's just a fascination for me. It is something that's getting more and more talked about now, but you're right back then we didn't talk about it much. And I'm a bit the same, you know, I was really connected. I could feel everyone's pain. I'm thinking, why is this? Why do I feel so much? And then you gradually, I started to learn about it and learned how to protect myself. That was the first thing I had to do, how to learn to protect myself. So you didn't feel that pain of everyone else as well. Is that something that you had to deal with? I did. Um, I used to protect myself, but now I recognize that I don't need the protection as long as I'm very aware of my own energy. And I think that's more empowering because when you come from a place of protection, you come from a place of fear. When you come from a place of, okay, this is what my energy feels like. And this is, I know that this is my feeling. And if it comes from outside to me, I can recognize that's not mine and I can let that go. And that's more empowering than being fearful of protection, in my view, anyway. It really is, isn't it? It's something that, um, yeah, I think I learned gradually that protection came first so that, you know, I could get myself back together and learn more about myself. And then now it is about the energy. And it's something that um, I wrote a book and I wrote about energy because I just feel that there's so much energy 
out there and you know what we give out we get back and you know learning all those types of things helped helped me and helped helps other people I think to learn okay well how can I actually survive because sometimes you go through that I have to survive first before I can thrive and just learning about the energy and how to look after myself that was very much the next step yeah I agree I agree I think most people once they become aware that they're not a victim to their circumstances, that they have a way to empower themselves through something. It is better for our energy, for our psyche, for our identity to be empowered than be, you know, we do, many people will feel like victims to their life or their experiences and that's okay, but you don't have to live that way your whole life, you can empower through that. And part of that's awareness, awareness of yourself, awareness of how energy is, you absorb absorb other people's energy and how you interact with other people's energy as well. Yeah, so true. So that sort of leads us into what you do with the Akashic Records. Do you want to talk a bit more about them and why it's a radical approach to them and what they are? Okay, so yeah. The Akashic Records have been talked about for a long time. They're in the um, Hindu texts of the Upanishads. I know I'm saying that wrong. Um, And this is an old way of looking at life, meaning what is the imprint that we come here with? So when you go into the Akashic realm, you're going into the imprint of energies of what we've experienced through lifetimes. And the reason I've taken a new spin because a couple years ago, I had a complete download of the Akashic records and utilizing them in the quantum field. Meaning what is the difference between the lower records, which isn't, doesn't make it bad. It's just different, right? It's just like, you know, one name is different than another name. It's just a difference. So the, um, the Akashic records on the emotional mental planes are a little bit different than the ones on the, in the quantum field, because in the quantum field, you are looking at the larger patterns, So it's not one lifetime after one lifetime after one lifetime, like it is maybe in the emotional plane. This in the Akashic Records on the quantum field is more about looking at the bigger picture of all the lifetimes, why you incarnated into this lifetime and what patterns you're here to transcend and transmute in order to raise your frequency. And the reason this is so important, when I got this download for this book, the reason this is important, what they told me was that we are in the ascension. We're into the place of moving from a lower frequency into a higher frequency. And we need to transcend these lower patterns faster than what we have done in the past. And it's really about, we're ready to accelerate our ascension And in order to do that, we need to transcend these karmic patterns like abuse, karmic patterns of victimization, karmic patterns of betrayal, abandonment, the bigger patterns instead of you killed me in that lifetime. Now I'm having to 
kill you or deal with you in this lifetime. That's very um, time and space oriented. Now they want us to work more in the records where things can happen quicker for us and transcend faster so we can raise our vibration and ascend as a species. Wow, sounds absolutely fascinating, doesn't it? And I, I think it's something that um, I've been seeing a few more people talk about it out there and this ascension, like this, you know, the acceleration of stuff, because I, I can definitely feel it. I'm sure a lot of people can feel that with, you know, in general, life is accelerating. Things are different to how they used to be. And do you find it because of what we've had the challenging times in the last 12, 18 months that this has happened to? Absolutely. Well, you know, a lot of astrologers said it, at the, like, mid to 20, late 2019, like that we were in a, a really interesting accelerated space. And I knew that intuitively as well. And so many other intuitives said, yeah, this is going to be a really crazy, important year for us to expand our consciousness. And then when this whole COVID shutdown, you know, hap thing happened, whatever you want to call it, um, this crazy place, I, and many other, so I'm not just saying me, but many of us noticed that, wow, there's so much opportunity for us to go inward because we're not as busy in the hustle and bustle of the world. So it was a lot of inner reflection, not just for spiritual people, but people who had been on the path and kind of fell, fell off the wagon, they came back to spirituality. People who had kind of an awareness, but never, you know, listened to Oprah or whatever, but never really pursued it. They were pursuing it. So yeah, it's, it's, the world is saying, is this important? And I think 2020 was really the time for introspection of what's really important to me. Where should I go? What means something? Do I really want to be doing this anymore or living this life that I've been living? And um, that shift has been really interesting to watch so many people um, experience this. Yeah, I've definitely found the same thing talking to people that that last 12 months, 18 months, people have gone a bit more inward than they would have before because they were so busy doing the busy stuff and going to work but having to be home there was you know having more quality time with the kids with their partner with themselves because they could actually stop and think well what do I really want out of life so you're right because personal development I think is sort of starting to take off again I know it did years ago then people sort of you know just got too busy but I think now they're starting to think well it's important it's important for me to know who I am and how to move forward who am I in this and I think that's an important question. So a lot of times that's the ego's question, like what's my identity and how can I um, make sure that everyone sees me the way I want them to see me or I project out my issues onto the world through my ego. But when you really pull away from all those external bombardments that we've had for, you know, for the last 30 years, all this external bombardment, you have time to say, wow, who am I? And do I like who I see? Am I happy with in this situation, in this job, 
experiencing life in this way. And what did happen to my happiness? <laughs> like, where did it go? Did I, did I leave it somewhere? <laughs> you know, so there's this search, but instead of a search, what people have to understand is it's really about going inside. And we were talking earlier about um, businesses and um, abundance. So I always put like, if we're in a small business, abundance is always part of that. And what I recognize is when people feel that they are serving from a place of love and they are giving with, with an awareness that as I give out, I receive back that makes so much difference in their abundance and in their life and how, and their relationships. So I think everything's all about the movement of energy of giving and receiving as well. And, and I was just thinking like when you were talking then, if people are wanting, like, you know, how sometimes you get that feeling of, oh, it's got to be more to life, what's happening. And they start going on that search. What about the Akashic re records would be appealing to them? Like, just talk, talk us through that a little bit. Yeah, well, what I like about the Akashic records on the quantum field is that it helps you see the places that are holding you back from your higher consciousness. So anything that I do really has to do with ascension work because that's kind of my passion. So when they showed me how these larger patterns are holding us back and how you can transcend them, what that does is that brings forward your own higher consciousness. And that's oneness, inner peace, joy, connection, um, expansive experiences. And it's not that we have to go searching or meditating to experience these things. These are already part, they're already imprinted in our DNA and our, in our, in our psyche, in our own understanding of our world. But what happens is all the crap gets piled on top of us and that higher states of consciousness become buried. So the way I explain it to people is if you go in and you start clearing in the Akashic records, all your old traumas, your old patterns, feelings that are stuck within your own energy field or, you know, old anger, hurt, pain, suffering, whatever else it is. Once you start transcending that, and I don't like to call it healing, but actually transcending that energy, letting it go, releasing it, then all those higher states of consciousness starts to bubble through and you become more of who you truly are. It sounds fascinating because a lot of it's like when you start off with people that are going on that search, these are things they'll start thinking about. Then they go, oh, but I don't know if I'm brave enough to go inside because it is about going inside, isn't it? And sometimes it can be that little bit confronting that, yeah, you have to clear some of that stuff to be able to move forward. Yeah, I find a lot of people, you know, look, who wants to look at the dirt under your refrigerator. Nobody wants to pull out the refrigerator and start cleaning underneath there because it's gross. There's like things stuck there and you're like, what? I don't even want to know what that is. And that's understandable because it sucks and our ego resists it. 
So it's not your higher consciousness that doesn't want to do that. It's your ego because your ego is so wrapped up in its own identity and how it wants to be perceived by everyone else external from you that it doesn't want to go there because it says, oh, no, don't go there. You don't want to look at that. That wouldn't be fun. Or, you know, that's their issue. They're the ones who aren't nice. Not you. You're fine. So it's the ego that resists us going deeper. But you have to kind of take your power back from your ego and say, oh, no, I hear what you're saying. And I understand why you're afraid. But I know I choose me. I choose my higher consciousness. And I'm going to look whether it's ugly, whether it's scary, and I'm just going to look at it. Doesn't mean I have to do anything with it. I could peek, feel into it, and then maybe put it aside for a day and then go back again. So you don't have to do everything at once. <laughs> you don't have to look at under every you know refrigerator at once. Just take a little time and do a little cleaning. I think that's true too, because a lot of people think, oh, you got to go into all the traumas of my past and stuff at once. You can know it's like peeling that onion into that old metaphor of the onion. Just take a little bit off and just see what the changes are. And then you might go, okay, I'm brave enough to go a little bit more and see what happens. And it can be life-changing even in the little things, isn't it? Because sometimes it's the baby steps that will actually get the momentum going for the bigger stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you want to take your power back from that ego. Because it's the ego that is the resistor. And that's that part of us that identifies. Now, I call the ego the little kid, seven-year-old child, high on sugar, runs around, no, nowhere to go, doesn't know what it wants, is just all over the place. And so you're giving your power away to a part of you that is not really at a higher level, let's say. It's just kind of confused and needs guidance. And I, once the ego starts to get it, it does start to be more open to those higher states of consciousness as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and if people are wanting to sort of do this, start looking into it and thinking, oh, wow, I haven't done this before, but this sounds really fascinating to me. What sort of first steps do you recommend for them to learn more about the Akashic Records? Um, well, my book is helpful. Yeah, um, I definitely have a different approach than a lot of other types of Akashic records. But basically, what you want to ask yourself is, who am I? And what patterns do I hold that are holding me back from who my what my potential is? And, you know, there are meditations that you can do to go into the records. It's very simple. A lot of people overcomplicate the Akashic records. Um, you know, it's really about connecting with a piece of you because these records are a living frequency. The Akashic records on the quantum field, it's actually a living energy. So those records can be rewritten. The records on the lower level, they cannot be rewritten. They're written like in stone, let's say. So those lower records, they can, they're written in stone. This is your past life. This is what happened. When you hit the higher levels of the Akashic Records on the quantum field, then those can be actually rewritten, which changes the frequency, 
which changes your own identity. What I have a lot of, what I've noticed when I'm working with clients is that when I, we work on something really deep, their story changes. So let's say their story of abuse and they'll tell me a specific story. When I was seven years old, this is what happened. And then we'll do some healing work in the Akashic records. And then I go back. So, so what about that story? Has it changed? And they're like, uh, well, uh, it, and they literally hum him and haw and they go, well, you know what? It, it's not a big deal where before they were so charged by it. They were so hurt by it. They were so angry by it, but you shift the energy, the story changes. And when the story changes, it changes multidimensionally changes in the Akashic records, changes in the cellular memory changes in the DNA, your own DNA, changes along your genetic line, and it changes in your emotional, mental, and physical bodies. Wow. It's really deep stuff. Yeah. Yeah, definitely powerful. I'm loving it. I'd love to hear more about it, but unfortunately we have to stop here. But Melissa, thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I'm sure a lot of people will be really keen to find out more. Where's the best place to get your book or to contact you? Um, best place is on Amazon. So it's a, a radical approach to the Akashic records, um, master your life, raise your vibration. And then um, my podcast, I have a lot of good information on my podcast. It's called spiritual expansion and ascension. And then my um, website, Melissa Fike, and that's F like Frank E I C K.com. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Leanne. I really appreciate your time. And this was a blast. I appreciate it. Ignitus, how interesting and powerful the Akashic Records. If you want to find out more, go to melissafike.com. For more about bringing adventure into your life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.